Hey there, everybody. I'm filmmaker, podcaster, California State Certified Violence Prevention Specialist and podiatrist to the stars, Phil Lairness. And I've been proud to be a U.S. cultural correspondent for Alex Lefchuk's Midweek Drive program for many years now. And I congratulate you, dear listener, on having found this oasis of podcast audio magic in the cosmos or on your internet-equipped mobile device or your computer. down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. up his case and he said I'll start this show and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow and he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss and then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this finished Johnny said well you're pretty good old son but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done fire on the mountain run boys run the devil's in the house of the rising sun chicken in the bread pan picking out dough granny does your dog bite no child no devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat and he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been. He played fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. The chicken in the bread feather picking out dough. Granny, we don't fight no child, no.
inducted into the Cheyenne Frontier Days Hall of Fame in 2002, the Grand Old Opry in 2008, the Musicians Hall of Fame and Museum in 2009, and the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2016. He's now actually been uh, inducted into heaven. Charlie Daniels, a nice way to actually welcome our uh, regular correspondent now. Uh, if uh, you're already familiar with Country in the Kitchen, and why should why why aren't you? If you uh, if you aren't, uh, you'll know it's Tessa Snot. How are you, Tessa? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. Yes, of course. Charlie Daniels, he was a legend, wasn't he? So mm. another good one lost. But October twenty eighth, October twenty eighth, nineteen thirty six to July the sixth, twenty twenty. Eighty three years uh, young when he uh, he finally sort of uh, left us from that point of view. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean Halloween. Won't see the same now, will it? Really? Uh... It will. It definitely will not. <laughs> Although I suppose actually you might say he's 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 gone beyond the veil or behind the veil. So he'll be working through that musician, singer, songwriter. That was pretty much the. I mean, he did lots of stuff, obviously, but uh, yeah. clearly the uh, the number one country hit was "The Devil Went Do- Down to Georgia," as we've just heard. Really, I think everyone knows that one, don't they? It's yeah. kind of his uh, American singer, songwriter, and multi multi instrumentalist. Uh, yeah. This week on Country in the Kitchen, you will have heard Jane Southall. That was a surprise, but you got her to be booked up for that, and she was uh, obviously in yeah. good form about the virtual sense. I'm pleased, Tessa, that you did actually acknowledge the fact that uh, uh, it's not really a full physical Lincolnshire show. It's a different animal, surely, no pun intended. <laughs> yes, we did highlight that it was different, yeah. and I remember yeah. you saying about the show, so um, well, yes. Different, yeah. different show because it's online. But. Exactly. I mean, just as you know, the the, the online New York Book Festival which is taking place over the weekend. It's, yeah. it's there. It's good. We're covering things, but it, it's it's a different thing. It's supposed to trying to pretend it it's the same. We need to, we need to learn from that. Uh, but I did like her, her little line that she responded by saying that so people said you can't do it. She said I'm going to go and do it. Really and nice to see that <laughs> Sally Mundy got a mention as well and, and other factors. Yeah. So that's that's great. Can't forget the rest of the team. Well, there same we are. with the. Um, Dixie Fields Festival as well with Georgie Thorogood who we've had on Sound and Country Vision they've made the decision to go online as well yeah. um, San Diego so Comic Con in, in a, a week and a bit's oh, time okay. that's that's all online, the DC Universe uh, oh, material yeah. is all online we're online and actually the world is a better place for it, don't rush back to the office because we're saving on the carbon footprints we're not travelling as much so we're, exactly. we're sorting that thing through, look at the celebrate the, the positive, positive. yeah exactly <laughs> I wonder if Jane still remembers me oh, probably not actually, she's probably... I think she does do you think she so? Says, she, she does say hello to all the team at Siren. And, well, and yeah, that's all. That's all the team. She probably can't remember names. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll find out. We must we we must get her on as a zoomer from from our point Definitely. of view. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Rising they loved you, Tess. They just love you, guys. They just hearts galore in terms of what they actually do because they clearly want us, which is fine because we want them as well. Uh, oh, that's a brilliant. That's a brilliant introduction to the well, song we are going to do. We, we, we try, Tess. You know, when I'm not actually doing online stuff and scheduling meetings for students uh, via uh, technology, uh, I like to think, you know, what's coming up with one or two little scripts for this. So over to you, please, Tessa. Yes, OK. So obviously The Rising, we know their name uh, now. They featured on, obviously, The Midweek Drive, Sound and Country Vision and Country in the Kitchen. Um, and they've been releasing a single each month. Um, so the latest single is called I Want You and this this one is more light-hearted um, it's kind of summery a complete change from their last single which was quite dark and heavy Shadows on the Wall so this is a good this is a good summer summer tune and so yeah here it is I Want You In your brand new car 
I want a first class seat on the flight to your heart. I want to hold your hand down lover's lane. <laughs> I want to kiss your lips, but do you want the same? And I know that it sounds crazy, but it's the best that I can do. Just open the parachute, baby, cause I'm things I want to do with you. Outrageous. Outrageous. It's a little bit, you know. Oh, a little bit racy. A little bit racy, Tess. I know, I know. They have, they've taken it up a notch, but I do like the musical arrangement. I think we can hear some trumpets in there. Quite, They've experimented with the music, so... And that's out now. I would actually say it's probably one of the uh, most uh, wonderful tracks to date, really, and uh, oh. getting better. It's very improving for that. Okay, so, well, 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 I'll have to pass the message yep, on to them. Hopefully, go. they'll tune into the show. But, saucy um... lyrics, admittedly. <laughs> saucy lyrics. Yes. And I'm not too sure whether the ethical moral issues are actually there. But the tune itself uh, and the song, absolutely delightful. So there we are. Definitely. And you can actually catch them, the duo, perform every Monday night um, on their Facebook channel. They do quite a lot of, obviously, their original tracks, but some really nice covers as well. And they mm. cover all genres. Uh, themed 
they did a film night and that was really really good so yeah facebook live yeah but we're more zoomers these days so facebook is so last we decade are. you know we think it's, <laughs> it's just move into a different field entirely uh but we're still yeah. actually in a radio station at least i am at present uh before i sort of get to the car drive back and we, we connect via zoom to do another batch of things uh, and it's time actually for uh the uh the the, the, the tessa tease in many ways it's where we actually give tessa two choices of music and there's there are pros and minuses and it's where she's going to go and they the, the tunes this week we can offer you i Either Kadi Ali Kayate, who's a musician, a musician, a singer-songwriter inspired by the West African griot repertoire, uh, born oh, into the great line of Kayate griot in southern Senegal. Kadi Ali, Kadi Ali's mesmerising chora playing and singing style have been appreciated in many prestigious venues, uh, and he's acknowledged as both a soloist and in different ensembles. Uh, we've got Kadi Ali actually uh, singing Yenale. Or alternatively, we can offer you Jessica Lynn's latest run too. Where are you going to go? I featured Jessica last oh. week. Jessica will be talked about later. Are you going to Jessica Lynn or Caddy Ali Kayate? Where are you going to? I think we should give Caddy Ali um, a go. Did you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, as you say, we played Jessica Lynn and mm-hmm. we will be speaking to her a bit later. So, um, yeah, and... and did you say he? How did you pronounce the name? It's really interesting. Kadi Ali Kayate, uh, K-A-D-I-A-L-Y. Right. Exactly. No, I yeah. Let's okay, Kadi Ali gets the nod. Nalle, Ninga mira tunya lanjara bile nayo Ninga mira tunya lanjara bile mfayo Ninga mira tunya lanjara bile
Snart, what did you make of what I consider to be a really nice summery song? Really, really nice, really, really different. It actually made me feel like I was on a tropical beach somewhere. Mm. Uh, you mean you know, you're not? Sunshine. <laughs> well, you oh, know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I thought that, that part of Lincolnshire was always tropical. I mean, the palm trees and the breeze in the background. Good heavens. Well, you would think, but you know, it's a bit gloomy now. It has oh, been well, it's, it's, it's never <laughs> gloomy when Tessa Snart can stand and shine oh. her own brand of sunshine on the place. Very important. Uh, don't forget, that was a nice track, though. Oh, there we are. Country in the Kitchen is the go-to podcast, also on the same Podbean platform as you can find uh, the Southside uh, Siren Radio broadcast shows, Midweek Drive, Midweek Drive Morning Edition, and lots of other things, including, of course, the latest release with Robin Pierce and myself uh, in terms of Resonance Rewind. Have you had a reasonably interesting telephonic link with us on the programme today, Tessa Snart? Oh, I certainly have, as always. It's been different as well. The music's been good. Well, you know, we always like to change things around and keep things fresh and refreshed (laughs) and so on, and that's how we actually continue to make progress in these wonderful worlds. Uh, You can also hear Tessa joining us for one, two, possibly three Zoomer specials that we'll be speaking to. Uh, Jessica Lynn, of course, has mentioned. Uh, We've got uh, Chloe Rose and, uh, yes, Chloe, of course, featured in Country in the Kitchen. Two tracks featured at Chloe Rose. Very good. Uh, And Arthur Weingarten, of course. Uh, That's that's all to come. Um, Whichever way you're listening to this, if you're listening live on a Wednesday evening. Let me see, time's probably coming around to about 23 minutes past 6 o'clock, or thereabouts. It'll be 24 minutes past 6 o'clock. It's an estimate. We're recording it beforehand. Uh, if you're listening via podcast, well, then you can be listening whatever time you wish, basically, and listen again. Um, and Tessa will return, which is the way it is. Just the way it is Some things will never change That's just the way it is Ah, but don't you believe them
about it before you make the rules. You said so. And that's just the way it is. Some things will never change. That's just the way it is. How, oh, but don't you believe them? Cloud. Not talking about computer systems here, but something else entirely. As we say, welcome back to Sarah Huntley. How are you, Sarah? I'm very well, thank you. Wonderful. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, well, and, and always. I think, Sarah, we originally sort of talked about maybe doing a Zoom feature with you in the week, but in the end, things got so crazy. Great. You'll be pleased to know Graham has now knocked up two Zoomers with us, Graham Harper. Oh, Mr. Harper's been zooming up. He, he has a, a joint one with Richard Fitzwilliams and Tessa Snart and Ben Lewis and myself on Wednesday, and a solo one. And out uh, of the, uh, the the gates, like the, uh, nobody's business, we've also had the welcome return of Malcolm Tomlinson to Zoom oh. via Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Really good, really yeah. good. So, oh, well. Well, so, how has your week been going? It's been, well, I mean, again, I think one's getting perfectly used to this uh, new environment where we're developing things, we're doing online stuff, online teaching, we're saving the planet, we're not having carbon footprints, we're sorting out other issues on that basis, we're managing to do radio programs, packaging all sorts of other bits and pieces together. And then he says, get back to the office. He, of course, but and you just think... Have you, have you not thought about this, really? Have you not thought about the fact that maybe we need to look at different ways of actually working and actually, you know, simply travelling around in, in, in times is not necessarily the best thing forward? But anyway, uh, and what about yourself, Sarah? Uh, have you? Um, yes, it's been an interesting week down in the West Country. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the weather 
I'd say, very British. Moments mm-hmm. of amazing sunshine mm-hmm. and moments of amazing class. Mm-hmm. Um, in, interesting to sit down here how people are reacting. So I'd say, probably compared to Middlesbrough and that bit of the north and London, not as obvious social distancing as mm. we, we all experience. Mm. Um, mm. And some people just, I hate to say it, quite ignorant, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, words, it, it's an old phrase, but one that is well worth repeating, that coughs and sneezes spread diseases. End of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you used to catch them in hankies, you used to use things from that point of view, and it doesn't take much to realise that you need to maintain that, that, that difference. And don't necessarily say, oh yes, well, I'm now going to actually drink myself sozzled in the local hostelry, go and get my hair cut, and basically get my nails done, and then go down the gym. That's not the sensible way forward, you know? It, no, it really isn't. Also, the other thing that's uh, I'm a slight irritation level is... Um, that I think there's going to be a new word coming soon, mm-hmm. which is for those people that um, like to tell you what the rules are when you're queuing. Uh, they are extremely irritating. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's, there's, so, you know, the, the, when you have the little gap between you, and mm-hmm. then they'll be, and then they'll be, no, you're meant to go there. Yeah. You're meant to do that. I find myself thinking, don't retaliate. You have to. But then I think, you have to, I you know, have to step away from that whole system because yeah, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for that, the net curtain twitches of the world would not have anything to actually do. So. Yeah. Ah, now, Alex, I think you've got the right. I think they're a, a net curtain twitcher. I think yeah. that's our code for them. Exactly. Extortionately yeah. irritating yeah. people and very self satisfied. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, uh, yes. We can we can uh, effectively assuage ourselves of the fact that we are all uh, part of the divine, and we can give blessings to them for their uh, uh, tendency to irritation. So blessings to them, send blessings to them, and all will be well. Much as Venetia Murray actually found all was well when she won a twenty a two million pound inheritance claim after a solicitor's cat knocked over a pile of papers set for the shredder, including the will of her late <gasps> brother, which had been lost for two decades. So there we are. You know, obviously the the, the cat knows. When all sudden done, I remember My Merlin, goodness. of course, who was a, a Huntley Britain cat or a Britain Huntley cat, etc. Yeah. Um, um, uh, what happened to Merlin? Did he actually just go well, off it, someday? No, that was very strange. He just went off one he day and never came back. Yeah, a bit, bit like the real Merlin in many ways. Yes, know? well, it is quite a mystical <laughs> disappearance. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So, um, yes. So, what other news from Cornwall? Um, yes, I think. Um, it is the same, but it isn't the same. Mm. Um, they're being very hot on taking people's telephone numbers and contact details if you go yeah, into a pub a, or and again, a restaurant. That's something else which I must admit. Is it worth all that faff on? Is it really worth all that faff on? You know, is, is it best not to actually just just ignore it completely and actually just do do something? I mean, not not ignore the social distancing. I'm saying, but actually, it's a bit like as I say, it's highly unlikely I'll be heading to the cinema in the near future uh, or yeah. a local hostelry, but still. Or, or a gym, or a swimming pool. Or, uh, well, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've just had to try and... Um, I'm a bit exhausted because um, mentally and physically slightly, I've just been trying to rent, to make my place rentable in a COVID-friendly way. Mm. So you're meant to remove all cushions, all mm-hmm. books, mm-hmm. all um, DVDs. Mm. Um, sterilise, sterilise, sterilise. Minimum of kitchen equipment. And I think you've got to split the difference because... If there aren't so many restaurants and things open and it's wet, a DVD could fill that hour of... Don't touch video. things. Don't touch it. <laughs> and, um, things, and then, it's, it's like cricketers. They don't allow, they're not allowed to touch... I, I could have said something. Uh, you're not allowed to touch uh, a cricket oh. ball. Exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. Yeah. Not. You know, uh, and if it, if, if, if it rains, you've got a shelter in your car. 
Don't go into the clubhouse. It's not going to happen. Bring your own food. Yeah, Pack sorry, sandwiches. Just, oh, and then I, so I've gone for splitting the difference. Yeah. Because then I think, you know, perhaps you need just more than two plates and something else if you're going to try and cook, yeah. cook a meal. Yeah. I, it, it's, I, I think people have to take a certain amount of, uh, uh, you know, be alert. Mm. But also be sensible and take some of the decision themselves without abusing what we should and shouldn't be doing, if that exactly. makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I see that astronomers have observed two collapsed stars of different masses locked in a fiercely tight orbit, which they say could help to shed light on some of the universe's biggest mysteries. Known as neutron stars, these extremely dense <laughs> astronomical objects are stellar remains of a supernova, packing hundreds of thousands of times the Earth's mass into a space the size of a city, like Lincoln. Oh. Oh, so I'll throw that out there in case you sort of think, is it all a matter of perspective? Well, it may well be. That's the important thing. It may well be. Uh, interesting enough, in terms of uh, uh, the numbers of uh, number crunching of, of our newspaper, 58.5% is the number of patients who've been waiting six weeks for a, uh, uh, a, a test used by the NHS to diagnose cancer. Uh, 1% is the target number that they're looking for for that. So quite a ways to go on that sort of system. But never mind. Uh, it's, 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 it's what it's all about, and, and don't forget... Um, that as far as um, the NHS is concerned, doctors, nurses, carers and support staff in England will have to start paying for parking at hospitals again as the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, so and you just think, have they not learned? You know, have they not, you know, really? Seriously? I mean, you know, it's, yeah, never mind. Um, that's, that's me doing my uh, exasperated tone, uh, Sarah, where you think, OK, fine. Which is just blessings on them, blessings on them, like the net curtain ch- twitches and the people say, oh, you don't want a queue like that. You've got a queue in this line, that line. That's the important oh. thing. <laughs> Very important. So Sarah Huntley, have you had a reasonably interesting, albeit somewhat brief, telephonic link with us on the programme today? Oh, it's been brief but lovely. In which case, can we look forward to connecting with you again? Let's 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 talk in the week about because I mean, the, the the last Zoom, once we actually sorted out your sound and audio, it worked splendidly. Yes, yes once we got the sound <laughs> and the picture, we were fine. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, yeah, no, I'd love that. I've, I'm all up for a Zoom with the others. Marvelous. Um, and Mr. T and let, Mr. Let, H and all the rest let, of it. Let's That'd look if we can get something sorted out. Today. I'll, I'll put together a kind of group Zoom sort of suggestion. Because, uh, I mean, it's again, obviously, in a virtual sense, we'll get that. Certainly, I think, Graham, we should be able to, to connect together sometime in the next few days. And then the listener can actually be entertained once more by the joy and the wonderfulness that actually comes through when Sarah Huntley brings her magical. Oh, but just to to say, the West Country is still magical, and it is a lovely place to come. So, if anybody's thinking of a little breakdown, bring your own plates. (laughs) Just bring your own bring your own plates. Bring your own food. (laughs) No, no, there is there's a lot of not uh, network twitches, Uh and 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 the sea's not network twitching, (laughs) and the sand is and 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 the the hills and the lovely walks. And as as we found out earlier in the program from our station philosopher Poppy Booth, ultimately, if you take the Plato's view of life it's all an illusion in any case so nothing is yeah real. yeah i think you're real though <sighs> am i i suppose, well, I suppose yeah. if, if you give validation to the reality of the manifestation Ooh. that is alex left then perhaps yes on that basis i have a certain sort of sense of, of realness and, and likewise sir i consider you very much real which is very good oh good Oh, good. Oh, that's okay then. <laughs> so that's we've, all right then. We've clarified, that's that. we've clarified that, and you will return, which is good. I will return. Yes, yes. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends 
so they will never find And we can act like we come from out of this world Be the real one far behind Real neat from our hearts to our feet And surprise them with a victory cry Say, we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile Say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from all to all We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance We can dance, everybody's taking the chance Safe to dance, oh, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to dance We can dance if we want to We've got all your life in mind We abuse it, never gonna lose it Everything will work out right I say, we can dance if we want to We can leave your friends behind Because your friends don't dance And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine I say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control But We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from pole to pole But We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands Everybody's making a chance Who will it save to dance? Yes, it's safe to dance Who will it save to dance? Who will it save to dance? Yes, it's safe to dance Who will it save to dance? Who will it save to dance? It's safe to dance Oh, it's safe to dance Oh, it's safe to dance When you actually have a bachelor's degree in adolescent education and mathematics and a master's degree in special education and you've graduated with honours whilst being a member of the Mathematics Honour Society, uh, Kappa Mu Epsilon, you might sort of think that your career is going to take you down a mathematical route. Little actually would you possibly think from the observer's point of view that you'd end up being one of the awesomely talented individuals in terms of country music and beyond and become a singer, a songwriter, an entertainer, a general all-round super person. Well, it has to be Jessica Lynn. How are you, Jessica? I'm great. Thank you for that awesome intro. <laughs> I was really interested in terms of the mathematical side of things because that was one of those areas where, I mean, obviously music can be mathematical. Um, there are lots of people going back to the, the days of Johann Sebastian Bach who say it's all about the mathematics of the music and so on. But was it something you always would, were juggling, those two career choices between the music and the math? So now it's kind of an interesting story. Um, I am an extreme book nerd. Like my husband always laughed. He got the common sense and I got the book smarts. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was always like straight A student throughout school. I was the type of kid that, I mean, I knew a test was coming in two weeks and I would study every single day like crazy. I just am an extreme perfectionist in everything that I do. You're a Capricorn. And we are like that. You know, you're Capricorn, I'm Capricorn. It's what we yes. do, you know? Yes. What is your birthday? January the 3rd. Oh, okay. We're close. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> there you go. So, Tessa, on the other hand, Virgo, but who knows? It's a different line right? entirely. <laughs> so, I was, <laughs> I was um, you know, always playing music. I started my first band when I was 13 years old. And my we have a family band. Like, my family's very musical. I knew from a very young age that's what I wanted to do. Um, through a series, I was really close to having some major record deals and things like that when I was a teenager with this rock and roll band that I was writing all the music for and putting everything together for. And a series of heartbreaks happened because even though I was a kid, my personality and drive was always that of someone much older and someone much more focused. But I was dealing with other regular 15, 16 year old kids that, you know, wanted to go out and play on the weekends and, you know, hang out with their friends rather than sit and make a career like I wanted to. So um, when that band fell apart, it was very difficult for me. We were very close to some really big stuff. And, you know, my parents said, just because they've known the business too, you really, you could be on top of the world one day in the music business and at the bottom the next. And you really should have something that you're passionate about just in your back pocket. You don't have to use it now. Just do something that if you ever decide the music business isn't for you, then, you know, you can fall back on it. So I thought so long and hard. I was like, well, I don't want to go to school for music because I'm already doing music professionally at, you know, at 14 years old. I was already taking classical piano lessons. I had my theory and all that stuff. Um, and for me, I kind of wanted to find my own path in music rather than be taught it, um, just me personally. So I had this, I always loved kids um, and helping people. And I said, you know what, let me be a teacher. One day, if I ever want to do that, I, I have my weekends to still do music. I can work with kids. I'm very organized. You know, I like a schedule. This would be really good. And, and But I had all the subjects I liked. I really had no idea what to do. And I had this one teacher. His name was Mr. Rappeljay when I was um, a, a, a senior in high school and a junior. And he just was the most nice and caring man and made me love math so much more than I already did. That I was like, all right, it's going to be math. <laughs> and I, uh, I went to school for math and I wound up getting my master's in special education too after oh. that. And um, over the years, I just substitute taught when I was off the road because I've still to this day never been able to have a full-time teaching job because i've been playing music and that's exactly. kind of the story in a nutshell <laughs> you got jessica ling jessica lynn aka maria von trapp with uh, with Yay. music <laughs> and, and, and all kinds of things there you'll be saying do re me before too long do idea <laughs> um you've been compared basically to shania twain as i said on the show with tessa i feel yeah, that's wrong you are the first jessica lynn shania twain should be talking about basically wanting to being a bit like jessica ling you know we need to sort of work our way through that so that's the way forward uh i'll bring in tessa now because she's she's our, our resident expert when it comes to country music and matters i'm just excited that now or never is is coming very soon uh being released actually on july 17th so that's that's exciting stuff tessa yeah. thoughts and questions for yourself and Tessa, you look so beautiful. I have to just tell oh, you. Well, so do you. I've got makeup on. You, you're absolutely lovely. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, anyway, you mentioned obviously that you started off in kind of rock, rock and roll. So how did you stumble into the world of country music? We all know that it cross-relates now with a lot of different genres and it's more accepted to do that now. So yeah, how did you get into that scene? 
So especially growing up in New York, country music was never a thing. We didn't even have a country music station. Like everything my friends was were listening to, and I loved it too, don't get me wrong, but it was like um, bands like Simple Plan, like pop punk music was really big when I was a teenager um, and like hip hop and R&B and all that stuff. And that's what I was listening to with my friends, which is why I think, you know, a lot of rock and roll too, which is why I think, you know, my style is so multi-genre. Um, but my dad always loved country music. And it's funny because he's like this really tough, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. He's an ex-New York City street cop. Like he's just like a really tough, like big Italian guy. And he loves country music. So whenever I was a kid, like he'd have it on George Strait on for our car rides or Phil Vassar, you know, when we were cleaning the house or Glenn Campbell. And I always loved the stories um, behind the music. And when I got a little bit older and I started writing, like I'd say thir about 13, 14 years old, I started writing my own music. I, I gravitated towards that, but God forbid I would ever tell anybody I was listening. To that. So I was like writing bits and pieces and just keeping it to my, to myself. Um, and I was playing this more hard, like, you know, pop punk rock, like we were very no doubt ish style. Um, out live and actually when I met my husband in college um, we sat next to each other just randomly on the very first day I when we started to become a thing I wrote a whole album's worth of country music and that's really how my country career started wow and you mentioned that your um, dad is Italian that's yeah. why you must get your beautiful long Oh, <laughs> I'm about um, like 60. I just took a DNA test, actually. I'm mostly Italian, almost 70%, but then have a bunch of really crazy other things in there, things I never even imagined. Have you been over to Italy several times before, or do you go regularly? Yes, uh, we've toured there the last three years, every summer. So how, besides does, summer. how does country music go down in Italy? Because obviously it's big in the UK now, it's big in America, Canada. How is it in Italy? It's, um, they really love their country music. Um, like they have all the really legitimate like cowboy boots and oh. like the amazing clothes that you could buy. Actually my favorite bolo tie, I don't know if you've seen my uh, run to music video that we just released, but the bolo tie I wear in that is from a little shop in Italy actually. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's so, I was, I, was just, I was just looking, Jessica, at the moment at your uh, your website, Sandra, oh. and I was thinking to it there, you know, you and I was thinking you're looking a little bit stressed at the sort of the still there, and obviously it's run to you, which we both thought was was a really wonderful thing. Yes, great, excellent. That's where that's from. <laughs> and, and Bolo, of course, uh, something that I was used to in terms of American te television crime series, meaning be on the lookout for, put out a Bolo. It's a different line entirely. I didn't know that. See, you learn something new every day. <laughs> well, we, 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 try to, we try to help with that point of view. Um, <laughs> JessicaLynnMusic.org, of course, is the wonderful go-to website. Tessa, I know you've been a huge fan and you've been looking to get Jessica on Sound and Country Vision together. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we're working on this basis. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Well, also, I mean, you, you literally, you can do anything and everything, it seems. Um, and obviously I've been the reading... The woman's a phenomenon. I know, a little bit. And of course, you're also an advocate for the military. Uh, you're a mentor for women and children. Talk to, talk to us a little bit about that and what you do on that side of things. 
And thank you. You guys are like making me totally blush. That's what you're saying. Um, I, you know, I've always been a big believer. I've given back my whole life. Um, and even from when I was a really little kid, I, that first band when I was 13, almost like I'd say at least once a month, we were playing in the local children's hospital or in the nursing homes. Um, you know, I've always done toys for tots my whole life. And I, I'm just a big believer. If you have a platform, like you should use it to, to do good in the world. And by that, I don't mean take on every and every cause that you, you possibly can. Like, oh, look how great I am. I do all this stuff, stuff that's really important to you. Um, because if each person only chose one or two things that was really important to them, the difference that you can make by giving your full time and energy to that thing, rather than spreading yourself thin on all these different things. So I'm just a, I'm a very patriotic person. Um, I have the utmost respect for our military. I've done so much stuff over the years with organizations that help, you know, women, um, veterans who have a different, many different needs than, our, our men in the military. Um, I've done stuff where they rescue a big animal advocate. So um, where they rescue, oh, I love animals, um, where they rescue dogs from kill shelters and pair them with veterans with PTSD and they pretty much rehabilitate them together. I've uh, done concerts for Honor Flight where that was really one of the most incredible uh, moments of my life where they give World War II veterans. So, I mean, these guys are really up there in age. Um, the rock star experience, going down to DC, the streets are closed. Like it's this big celebration for them. And we were the band playing when they landed back at their rock star thing here in New York. Um, we've done that. Uh, so many things. I, I do a big concert for Toys for Tots every year. I think this year we got close to 2,000 toys in a single night. Um, it's become their biggest fundraiser of the year, my, my concert. Um, but I just, you know, I, I love helping people, even with music. The connection that you make with people is my favorite, my, by far my favorite part of doing what we do. You do an incredible job. And of course, you've shared the stage with some amazing uh, artists like yourself. But of course, I think Keith Urban, Brad Paisley, I mean, some, some big names. And you've Tessa, Tessa, <laughs> Keith Urban, Brad Paisley have shared the stage with Jessica. Let's be precise. Yeah. I, you know, I, mean, right. I know. The, the more I, I listen to Jessica, the more I think that actually this should be the next president of the United States. I mean, I think this is, this is the case. Joe Biden yeah. should be Trump running our double ticket now. Another female. <laughs> but no, you've, you've written with some really great names as well. Um, so yeah, have you got any really memorable experiences, you know, of writing songs with these incredible people or sharing the stage? I mean, I'm sure there's many, but can you there's, pinpoint a time? There's there's a few that really stand out. Um, and for me, I think when I play with names like that, that's when I have kind of the pinch me moments of my career. Like, oh my gosh, I've been listening to this guy's music for the last 20 something years. And now like I'm sitting here, yeah. backstage with him <laughs> like that's a very weird feeling because sometimes in this business you move so fast that you you don't sometimes get to sit and be like wow like look at what I'm doing right now and those moments have always come for me in situations like that and um, some of my favorite has been um, I'm a huge Richard Marks fan and um, he was actually my very first concert when I was five years old wow. and 
I have a very specific memory of um, sitting in the stands with my parents and uh, he was coming by like in the little arena and I was like so excited waving to him and he looked up and saw my sister and I, I guess just so much smaller than everyone else and waved and like blew us a kiss. And I always remember that like, oh my God, like Richard Marks. And I got to open for him this year. Awesome. And for me, like that was one of, it was the experience of a lifetime. And I'm not going to lie and try to be tough. I cried backstage because I was, the set went great. And then he came on and I was standing, like if he was performing, I was literally like right here in the wing watching him. And he, you know, said like, oh, everyone put your hands together for Jessica. Like how great was she? And he looked over at me and smiled. And it was like, oh my gosh, like I'm that same little girl that was like, Richard, like I'm in, in the stands and now I'm on the stage. Like it was, for me, it was such, like I turned 30 this year, you know, from five years old to 30 years old to wind up with the same person, you know, after all this journey and life I've lived and musical experiences, like it was just such, that was a moment for me, like, wow, like, you know, I did it. Like I, I really, I chased my dreams and, you know, here I am. It's an inspirational message, Jessica. I mean, I'm tempted to actually say Richard Marks obviously was always very good at spotting talent, even at a very early age. He obviously recognised in that uh, in that in you. And now, of course, you could actually say in militaristic terms, uh, he has your six, which is wonderful. It's great, you know, <laughs> it's all, all good stuff. Um, there's so much we could actually talk about. Time is as ever sort of tight trip from these kind of things. But um, Jessica, a reminder, of course, that uh, the latest single is going to be released very, very shortly. Of course, Run 2 was awesome, uh, say emotional, but awesome at the same time. Um, and any chance that post-COVID, when things get back to normal, will you be thinking of coming over to Europe and the United Kingdom? Or is it a case of, no, don't be silly, I'm staying in New York? Yeah, you know, I'm a very positive thinker and our tour dates and our tickets are already on sale for the UK next May. So we are ready to come. Um, you know, honestly, I did not want to, obviously we had to cancel the tour this year, but I did not want to cancel it. And you can ask my promoters in the UK. I was like, I'm holding on, I'm holding on until the last minute. I am not yeah. canceling this trip. And um, we started you could, of course, come over, we would have kept you over here, and then you couldn't <laughs> go back, and that would be a route forward, so. Oh my gosh, I think my my husband would get really fat from, what's that called, weather spoons, or weather oh, yeah, don't, don't go there, please, no, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> we, we have nothing like that here in America, Yeah. and when we stumbled upon that, I mean, my husband likes to eat, like, he's also a big Italian guy, like, he can eat, like, no, I've seen... I thought he thought he saw like the pearly gates of heaven when he saw that <laughs> to that place and saw that cheap menu. He was like, he ordered like 20 things on it and then realized that they're all actually full plates. And it was like, <laughs> I don't think- And we British used to think Americans had appetite issues, but never mind. That's, that's a different line. I feel that way about Italy though. I, I have, I've been to Rome and the food is just, it's incredible. I mean, if I lived in Italy, well, that'd be it. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'd, be, <laughs> I'd eat so much. It's so true. Every day on tour, when we go on tour, especially when we're in Europe, just because I want to experience everything and the culture and everything. Yeah. Like I have to, I wake up super early before anything and I get my hour of cardio in every morning because if I didn't like, and I'm eating like that there, yeah. I mean, I would never, I'd never fit in my shorts by the end of the tour, like ever. <laughs> but then again, you do a lot of, you're quite, I mean, when you're on tour, I presume you don't stop like when you're on stage 
So you kind of get it in there as well. So you can let yourself off a little bit. <laughs> That's true. I do move around a lot. Um, so I get like double workouts, which allows me to eat double pasta. So exactly. that <laughs> there we go. Well, Je Jessica, on that vital note of information, I remind people that jessicalinmusic.org Excellent go-to place for that point of view. I do have two final questions to ask you because it is a kind of uh, midweek drive come uh, Zoomer that we've actually got here. So first of all, Jessica Lynn, have you had a reasonably interesting Zoomer with us today with Tessa and myself? Yeah, I had a great time with you guys. This was so much fun. Um, I thank you for having me. I'm really excited about the new single coming out. It's very different from Run 2, but I, you know, I think that's also just me. Like I was saying, being a New, New Yorker, I have so many different influences that you hear something different in every one of my songs. It's a fun, up-tempo summer love story that hopefully will remind you of being a young kid, crazy in love, which is something we all can relate to. And, and see music Richard Marks in the background. And, <laughs> and the music video comes out shortly after that, too, and it's... Uh, 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 retro drive-in style uh, music video. Socially distanced, presumably. Socially distanced <laughs> yeah. drive-ins. Everyone had their masks on and outdoors for safety. Humidity, well, my hair did not like the humidity, but that's okay. <laughs> well, then the final question, Jessica, is will you be kind enough to return again in the near future and uh, uh, join us on either Sound uh, and Country Vision or Country in the Kitchen or indeed our regular midweek drive? Will you come back? Of course, and I hope that I see you on tour actually in person next year when we Let's come. have a round of applause for, for Jessica. Yay! Yay. <laughs>